Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Proximo Pass Industry News. Every week we take you through the top news across the energy, infrastructure and project finance markets. I'm your host Naomi Wood, reporting to you from London and today is the 7th of August. Before we get on to the news, a little shout out for Proximo's Project Finance Research Report 2023, which is out now. The report encompasses a wide range of critical aspects, including insights from law firms, banks and country ratings, facilitating a comparative analysis of deal activity within the markets, as well as sentiments analysis from key players in the market. Find out more and request your copy at proximoinfra.com. Kicking off the top news stories today, the UK government is committed to further development of carbon capture usage and storage through the Track 2 process, which will establish two new clusters. Following an expression of interest process for transport and storage systems launched in March, the UK Department for Energy Security and Net Zero has concluded that Acorn and Viking TNS systems, due to their maturity, remain best placed to deliver our objectives for Track 2. At this stage, subject to final decisions, due diligence, consenting, subsidy, control, affordability and value for money assessments. The government will now commence engagement assessment of delivery plans and due diligence with Acorn and Viking TNS systems. Acorn also retains its status as Track 1 Reserve Cluster and government reserves the right to enter into accelerated negotiations with Acorn in the event that one of the named Track 1 clusters encounters significant delivery challenges. BTE Renewables has secured an MIGA guarantee for its equity investments in a 75MW South African solar power plant awarded in Round 3 of REIPPP. The guarantee protests BTE Renewables against the risks of transfer restriction, expropriation, war and civil disturbance and breach of contract related to the asset. Guarantee covers 85% of the equity investments and enables BTE Renewables to gain access to capital and investment resources while protecting against potential risks. BTE's owner Actis recently agreed to sell the platform to French utility NGSA and Paris-based asset manager Meridian. The Canadian federal government is trying to reclaim nearly $350 million in insurance paid to Suncor Energy in the wake of political unrest in Libya. The oil giant claimed $300 million in risk mitigation payments for losses linked to Libyan energy assets after fighting between rival political factions spread to the country's oil crescent region in 2015. The total, $347 million with interest, was determined by an arbitrator in 2019. But Export Development Canada, which insures against losses caused by political violence, argues that Suncor's oil production facilities still deliver returns for the Calgary-based company. According to EDC's May 15, 2022 Notice of Arbitration, the Libyan assets continue to have significant value and generate revenue for Suncor and its subsidiaries. EDC seeks to recover the amounts realised in connection with the assets until the $347 million has been repaid in full, said Judge Christine Pallotta on her decision on Monday. Suncor, which did not respond to a request for comment, says on its website that the operations there continue to be impacted by political upheaval. As of the end of 2015, production in Libya remains substantially shut in given the political unrest. The timing of a return to normal operations remains uncertain, the site states. Base Metals developer Centaurus Metals will raise $31.1 million in a share placement to advance its Jaguar Nickel Sulfide project in Brazil. The company said it had received firm commitments from global institutional, corporate and sophisticated investors 
for the placement of more than 64.29 million shares, priced at 73 cents each. The offer price represented a 13.6% discount to Centauro's last trading price and a 14.2% discount to the company's five-day volume weighted average share price. The shares will be placed in a single tranche under Centaurus's existing placement capacity. Chilean state copper company Coldeco is to partner with Rio Tinto to explore a copper deposit in northern Chile. As part of the agreement, Rio Tinto will buy Pan American Silver's 57.74% stake in the Agua de la Falda located in the Diego de la Malfuero commune. The Chilean company already owns 42.26% of the project. Rio Tinto currently partners with BHP, another Australian miner at Chile's Escondida mine, the largest copper deposit in the world. Chile's Coldelco, the world's largest copper producer, posted last week an 86% year-on-year drop in its pre-tax profit for the first half of 2023. Copper's recent fall has pressured smaller miners to raise funds, sparking bets of more consolidation in the industry. Clearway Energy Group has completed the financing for the 152-megawatt Cedar Creek wind project located in Bingham County, Idaho. Clearway assembled a bank consortium of Society General as coordinating lead arranger, Credit Agricole CIB, CoBank and KeyBank as joint lead arrangers. The credit facilities comprise $322 million of construction and equity bridge loans, $37 million of letters of credit and a $122 million term loan. Clearway has arranged committed tax equity investment as well as cash equity investment from Clearway Energy in the project up and commercial operation scheduled for 2024. Clearway entered into a 25-year PPA with Pacific Corp for the project. Californian Electric Vehicle Charging Network ChargePoint Holding has entered a new agreement for a $150 million revolving credit facility. JP Morgan Chase Bank served as administrative agent and joint lead arranger. HSBC Innovation Banking is a joint lead arranger and both Citi and Goldman Sachs served as documentation agents. The credit facility is currently undrawn. Proceeds of loans made under the revolving credit facility will be available for working capital and general corporate purposes, including permitted acquisitions and letters of credit may be issued under the RCF for the same purposes. Loans under the RCF may be denominated in US dollars, euros or pounds sterling. Interest on US denominated loans will bear interest at the alternate base rate plus 1.75% or the adjusted term SOFR plus 2.75%. Euro denominated loans are charged at the adjusted EUR IBOR rate plus 2.75% while loans denominated pound sterling are charged at the daily simple RFR plus 2.75%. Undrawn amounts under the revolving credit facility accrue a commitment fee at a rate per annum of 0.40%. Undrawn amounts under any letters of credit issued under the RCF accrue participation fees at a rate per annum of 2.25%, as well as other customary issuance and administration fees. Broadreach Power has closed $435 million in credit facilities to support the construction of seven standalone energy storage projects totaling 880 megawatts of capacity. The battery projects are currently under construction with expected commercial operation dates ranging from late 2023 through to Q1 of 2024. The projects include 825 megawatts in ERCOT and 55 megawatts in CAISO. The financing was provided by Deutsche Bank, MUFG, 
NordLB and First Citizens Bank. Broadreach Power was served by White & Case and Paul Hastings represented the lenders. And those are the top stories for this week. Don't forget to request your copy of the Project Finance Research Report 2023, plus find more news, analysis, deals, data and events at proximoinfra.com. Thanks for listening and bye for now.